TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Two of our broadcasts, because of my generosity, will take a couple of calls. People have been very patient the past few minutes. Let's begin here with Ryan. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, Ryan. Hey, Vince. Always good. Always good. I'll be very quick, but... um. I just, I just want to say the bottom line is that this thing should not have been flying, especially in our in our airspace. And um, this is disturbing to me, to be totally honest. And you know, I don't, I don't like with all this technology, and we're always talking about how we're prepared and we've got this. Well, how, how did this, how, how did, how did this get over? You know, how, how did this get over here with all this technology and readiness? And if these so-called, and I do say so-called, if these so-called reports about several other ones in the past doing it also, that, that, that's the problem. What, what this shows, and I'll leave you with this, what, what this shows is I don't think the United States is quite as prepared for things um, the way we've been led, led to believe for so many years. I mean, you go back to 9-11 even, like there was always rumors that a plane could not get but so close to the Pentagon because it would be shot down. Well, we saw it on 9-11 like that. That was a bunch of crap because they flew that plane right into the Pentagon. 9-11 has shown this. COVID has shown it. And now this weather balloon is showing this. Uh, like, this is disturbing. And I just don't think we're quite as prepared for things. And a lot of these people that are being nonchalant and not paying attention to it, I mean, th- th- this is something you need to open your eyes to because that's definitely a problem. And I, I don't want to keep repeating myself. I don't know what else to say, but I'm, I'm very bothered and disturbed by what happened. Yeah, I, I think a lot of Americans are. I appreciate your call there, Ryan. Uh, just raising the question of uh, something so basic like this. I mean, it's one. Think about this for a moment. Just follow my logic here. Let's say you have a fighter plane coming toward the United States of America. You got a fighter plane coming, and it's got some speed. And this is what you know. This is what our defense system is designed to deal with, to intercept that fast-moving airplane coming toward the United States. I think many of you know where I'm going. Contrast that with a slow-moving balloon. And you have to ask the question, what were they thinking? Again, to allow this thing to come into our airspace in the first place. This could have been stopped. Now, somebody can make the argument, ooh, part of the intent here was to see what it was going to do. And then we can shoot it down and gain some sort of intelligence from it. This texture says, 
What are we paying taxes for? Our government's not fulfilling their basic functions. Hello? <laughs> what are these people paid so much to do? To sit around in their asses and watch? Oh, there's a balloon up there. <laughs> Vince, my fear is this balloon was the dry run for something far more dangerous for the American people. Yeah, this has been a concern for some time. A slow-moving balloon for a slow-moving president. <laughs> Corruption. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Huntersville and Gary. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning, Vince. How are you doing today? All right, sir. Okay, I sort of want to get off the topic. I'm going to talk about tomorrow's uh, State of the Union. And before you do that, you've got to turn your radio off, Gary. That's got to be the first thing that you do. Otherwise, it's going to drive you and us absolutely bonkers. No problem. So what are your thoughts, sir? You got it? Uh, It's still on, Gary. You've got to kill that thing. No, I turned it off. Because I'm hearing an echo here. Okay, go ahead. My TV. Okay. Uh, about the State of the Union speech tomorrow, there's one thing I would love to see uh, the new Speaker of the House do. While, uh, while Biden's giving his so-called speech, have him tear it up, the one that copy he had that Pelosi did. Oh, you want him to pull a Pelosi? Uh, yeah. no, what no, purpose with it? <laughs> See, my question from here would be, what purpose would that serve other than making, because you know the mainstream news media will make uh, Kevin McCarthy look petty. And uh, as opposed to celebrating Nancy Pelosi, you know that uh, he would never live that down. Uh, in, in a sense, I think you're right, but it's good. Just to say to the people there, the, the mainstream media, whatever, well, why, what was your opinion about when Pelosi did it? Like you said, they applauded her. They, you know, it was like a great thing she did. And then to add a little bit more juice to it, put a paper shredder on top of his desk and <laughs> just shred it. <laughs> hey, run the thing during the state of the year. Oh, what's that thing yeah. back there? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would that do. Is, hey, because, you know, they're still going to do it again. So let them know that you're going to give them back what they gave us. <laughs> All right. Very much appreciate your call there, Gary. Can you imagine Joe Biden? He hears a shredder. Oh, I need one of those things for my house. I got these documents I need to get rid of. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness. Just amazing, ladies and gentlemen. As I mentioned, this is 2023. Next year, can you believe that? Presidential election again. In fact, we have some big news. A Saturday vote by the Democratic Party. They've decided South Carolina will officially be the first presidential primary voting state. This reconfiguring means that South Carolina will hold its primary on February 3rd. So we're already less than a year away, ladies and gentlemen. Now, changes are still possible throughout the summer and beyond, but the formal endorsement by the Democratic National Committee during that meeting in Philadelphia is an acknowledgement the start of the 2024 primary looked very different than 2020. States with early contests have a major influence to determine the nominee. 
because White House hopefuls struggling to raise money or gain political traction often drop out before visiting states outside the first five. Now, this new plan is one championed by President Joe Biden. And as you would expect, he wants to play to his strengths. Remember, what was the state that saved him back in 26, 2020? What was the state that saved him? It was South Carolina. Now, he's expected to fully and formally announce his re-election campaign in the coming months. And starting here in South Carolina would be a great start for him. I mean, probably the strongest state he could possibly expect to be in. Followed three days later by New Hampshire and Nevada. And, in fact, the caucus is going away in favor of a primary. Georgia would be fourth. February 13th, followed by Michigan, February 27th. Much of the rest of the nation set to vote on Super Tuesday in early March. The party chairman, Jamie Harrison, said before the plan was approved, the Democratic Party looks like America, and so does this proposal. It elevates the backbone of our party, whatever that means. Biden himself had written the DNC Rules Committee in December saying we have to ensure voters of color have a voice in choosing our nominee. Do you know why? I mean, I hate to even say this because he's assuming that black people are going to vote in big numbers for him. We will see. Stay with us. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Vince Coakley radio program 
So we're looking ahead to 2024, and one of the things that the Democrat Party wants to do is make sure the candidate, the lead candidate, at this point, Joe Biden, has the best foot forward. Where did he make his first strong showing? It was South Carolina. If he can begin there, this can perhaps help build the momentum he needs to win the primary and ultimately the election. But we have one problem. This story just out today. A majority of Democrats do not want Biden to seek re-election. Do you know how many voters think Biden should run in 2024? 22%. 22%. In fact, the majority of Democrats are not on board with the second term for Joe Biden. An Associated Press Center for Public Affairs research poll found only 37% of likely Democratic voters think Biden should run for president again. That was 52% before the midterms. The poll also found the president's approval rating has been on a steady decline after the midterms. Among Democrats 45 and over, only 49% think he should run in 2024 dropping nearly 10 percentage points from the October poll that found 58% approved of his presidency. He's now the oldest sitting president at 80 years old. Only 23% of Democrats under 45 think he should run for re-election, dropping over 20 points since a pre-midterms poll that found 45% wanted him to seek another term. According to this poll, only 42% of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the presidency two years into his term. National support underwater. 22% of overall voters thinking Biden should run again. 22%. Biden told a reporter in July, voters want me to run when asked about his high disapproval rating. In October, he said it is his intention to run. But he had not made a final decision. Most recently, during a speech at the DNC winter meeting, Biden asked the crowd, are you with me? And members of the audience screamed four more years. Really? (sighs) Won't say what terrible thought just went to my mind. I'll leave it alone. The poll found 13% of Americans have a lot of faith in Biden's ability to achieve policy goals. As the president prepares for a State of the Union speech tomorrow. When Biden first took office, 44% of voters responded to having a great deal of confidence in his ability to lead the nation. The January poll found that two years in, only 23% are happy with his presidency. 23%. How pathetic is that? Hardly anything to be excited about. And we've talked about polls before, not only showing that people do not want Biden to run again, they don't want to see a rematch of Biden versus Trump. I should probably mention to you that there's been a recent poll, for those of you who get excited about this, there's a recent poll about what a rematch would actually look like. But the bottom line is, 
people do not want either one of these guys. They don't. New York Post reporting on this. Americans don't want a 2024 rematch between Biden and Trump. Among Democrats and Democrat-leaning presidents, and independents, actually, 58% of voters prefer somebody other than President Biden as their stand-to-bearer in two years. 49% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independents say the same about Donald Trump. While 44% of Republicans support Trump being their nominee, only 31% of Democrats back a Biden run for re-election. The poll also found 62% of Americans would be dissatisfied or angry if Biden won. 56% would feel the same if Trump was victorious. People really want to see something different. I tend to believe, and I would not be surprised to see Democrats throw Joe Biden under the bus in favor of a younger candidate, i.e. Gavin Newsom. Just throwing that out there. So what happens if there is a rematch, Biden versus Trump? Who would come out on top of that contest? Well, you heard from him earlier, and you're going to see and hear a lot more from him in the coming months, because I predict this guy's going to jump in the race. I'm not endorsing anybody. But I think this is a guy who... Is worth listening to. That's all I will say. But he's weighed in on the possibility of a rematch. Here is his conversation with Jonathan Carl on ABC. I'm referring to the governor of New Hampshire. His name is Chris Sununu. Here's what he would say about a Trump-Biden rematch. You saw what our poll said about Trump-Biden. You think Donald Trump can beat Biden? No. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, uh, November of 22 showed us that, right? Trump is going to be seen as a very extreme candidate. The country is going to push back against it. If we just, just look at the results of, of three months ago, and that shows you where extreme candidates are going to end up falling. It, it, can't, it can't get done. He could get the nomination, but he can't get done. And what I try to espouse to Republicans is, look, we want to vote for the most conservative candidate that can win in November and get stuff done in 25. There you go. I think that's a great philosophy. Whoever that person is, the most conservative candidate electable. What are your thoughts? This texter saying, I'm tired of both of these clowns. We need a serious restructuring and a third party to get this nation straight again. <laughs> this texter from the upstate says, Vince, you would like this guy. I think there are things worth listening to. Let's see how all of these folks perform. And let the chips fall where they may. That's where I am anyway. Love to get your thoughts. The GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Let's go out to Gaffney, South Carolina. And Al, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, Al. Good morning, Vince. Um, I just want to make a comment about the State of the Union address about the tearing of documents like Nancy Pelosi did, that is way too tacky. Paper airplanes is more in store. <laughs> Flying by Joe, and he might want to play along, too. <laughs> Al, that's brilliant. 
That is absolutely brilliant. Ow, out of Gaffney. Take a bow. Ow. <laughs> I love it. Make paper airplanes out of the State of the Union speech. You know, can you imagine poor Joe Biden looking around? Oh, what's that up there? We need to call air traffic control. We need to call fighter jets in. There could be a threat here. <laughs> Stay with us. Back on the broadcast, I want to give you a heads up. Uh, we don't have time for it today, but sometime this week, we're going to get to an interesting story about a, a really interesting effort that's underway for people in one state to join another state. I'm fascinated by the story, and, and it's a long shot. But I think it's, you know, it's, isn't it funny? This is what cracks me up. The same idiot jackasses that you hear talking all the time about democracy, 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 are the people who really don't have much respect for democracy. Because there are folks, if this were put to a referendum, there's no question how people would vote. There's no question what the people want. It's another issue what the politicians want. We're going to talk about this. I, again, I think this is such a fascinating story. I'd love to see, and I have no problem with a complete realignment of this country if necessary. You know, if people in certain areas decide they don't want to be a part of a certain state, and if enough of them make that decision, they want to be connected with people who are more like them and share their values, more power to them. But I also share the concern at the end of the story that if this is not done peacefully, I really think we're sitting on a pressure cooker here. And I think it's going to reach a point where people in these states, especially these folks who live in rural areas and they're dominated by the the urban areas, their votes are pretty much overwhelmed to the point where there's really nothing they can do. People are going to get tired of this. And I'm going to be very clear, I'm not advocating violence. But I will also tell you, let's look at the history of our own country. Things reach a point where people decide they're not going to put up with it anymore. It's that simple. On the text line, Vince, it doesn't matter who runs against Biden. Truth is, the swamp will cheat again. And people like you who deny that are the reason they will get away with that. I know people get mad when I do that voice. There's a person in the upstate advocating DeSantis Haley, 2024. That would be an interesting combination. 
Chris out of Shelby, the man with the plans. Vince Coakley for 2024. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vince, have you seen the filth from the Grammy Awards last night? I did not watch the video all over social media. I don't watch these shows anymore. They're garbage. Pure garbage. So I don't watch. I really don't. I see a headline on Drudge about Sam Smith. Sam Smith brings Satan whips and cages. <laughs> Boy, I really missed a good show, didn't I? Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with these people? Let's go out to a call here in Charlotte. This is from John. Welcome to the broadcast, John. How are you? First of all, I, 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 you're a propagandist, first of all. Okay, what stop. John. Let me speak. John, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Do not ever call this program and tell me what to do. That's the quickest way to get your ass cut off. I'm just telling you. <laughs> By the way, I think he was going to take issue with the way this balloon story has been covered. And especially those who have been apologists somehow for Donald Trump. That's what I was told anyway. But it doesn't matter what his point is. I just make this point to everybody. If you're going to call, we're going to have a conversation. This is the Vince Coakley radio program, not yours. And if you try to take over and you think this story is, this show is yours, you're going to find out pretty quickly it's not. How's that? Also on the text line, Vince, I recommend each state adopt an electoral college type voting system. I would call it the law of the land amendment. The majority of state... What is this? The majority of the state county should have say-so over state law, not the heart-populated urban cities. Aha. Vince, if you're a propagandist, I'm the king of England. <laughs> exactly. I <laughs> uh, don't do propaganda here. I really don't. I think it's quite clear for anybody or anything. Have you seen the horrible devastation in Turkey? Not dealing with one, but two earthquakes. Thousands of people confirmed dead. We've got utter havoc across southern Turkey and Syria. Thousands of people confirmed dead. The first hit at a depth of 11 miles in southern Turkey, near the border with Syria. Many aftershocks rocked the area since the initial earthquake. In the first 11 hours, the region felt 13 significant aftershocks with a magnitude of at least five. And scientists are studying whether a magnitude 7.5 that hit nine hours after the main shock is an aftershock. It appears to be the case, and more are expected. The concern is this tragedy may claim as many as 10,000 lives. These two quakes that hit within hours of each other. 
for me, as I look at the devastation in Turkey and Syria right now, I cannot help but to think back to my experience. Was it 2010, the earthquake in Haiti? And I was there two weeks afterwards. It was the absolute worst disaster I've ever seen in my life. To go through areas and to see debris, to see just total destruction everywhere. It's really sad and obviously pray for these folks as they deal with tragedy, the loss of lives, but also the disruption of their lives with the loss of property, loss of businesses, a great deal of upheaval in Turkey and Syria. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Copley radio program. This text line has been hilarious today. We've got this. Vince, changing the subject. I really love when you change your voice and say, I'm not the smartest man, but I know what's in my garage. (laughs) Have a super Monday. Great show. That's from Gigi. This person says, why don't we just keep ratifying the convention of states? It's just enough people show up during legislative meetings. They'll be pressured just like they were in South Carolina to pass it. It's our hearts, thoughts, and prayers go out to the citizens of Turkey and Syria. I know this was very devastating for them. Absolutely. In politics, Winter Bowl Coakley 2024. Oh, do you think Brett would actually choose me as his running mate? (laughs) It'll for sure be better than anything we're likely to get out of the current process we choose our president. Oh, my goodness. Too funny. Vince, give John a second chance. He really sounds like a real good old boy who is about to crack me up. It's quite possible. Let us see here. If Nikki Haley's on the Republican ticket, I am not voting. I don't care how good the other person is. If they run with a tax and spin rhino like Nikki They cannot be trusted. Vince, most recent polls show Trump wins over Biden by 4%. Uh Uh-huh. Very, (laughs) oh gosh. This person, very much glad to uh, be able to listen to this portion of the broadcast. I will just say it that way here on News Talk 1110 uh, WBT. Let's take a look at the day in history. Only five questions. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing well, Vince. I hope you are. Good, good. I, um, yeah. This will be somewhat of a hybrid list again. 1937 is the year 
This person published Of Mice and Men. Do you know the author of that book? I do, and their name escapes me. In their name escapes Steinbeck. me. Steinbeck. 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 Yeah. 1952, I'll bet you know this one. It's been a lot in the news about this particular family. King George VI passed away, and this person became queen in 1952. Elizabeth. That would be Elizabeth. Our, our, our living memory of the royals is all going to be Elizabeth. She goes back that far. Isn't that amazing? amazing. It's a, such a long period of time. Think of all the changes of government just in our government over that period of time. It's she was just, queen longer than life expectancy. Exactly. You were absolutely right. Pretty extraordinary. 1968, the Winter Olympics are opened by this guy in France. I'll give you a hint. It's the name of their main airport in Paris. Um, CDG, I think, is the... I think that's the letters for the airport. Hmm. Charles de Gaulle is the name of the guy. 1993, probably one of the most famous tennis players in history, passed away, sadly, from AIDS, 1993. Do you remember his name? Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That has been 30 years. That is amazing. I it's believe been that it. Long. I don't like it, but I believe Time it. just sips by. <laughs> and another death of note, 1998. I, I want to see how much you are into with pop culture. Of course, it's, you know, this was back during our time growing up. But this guy passed away. He had two big hits. Uh, one of them was called Rock Me Amadeus. Do you remember his name? <laughs> what was his other hit? Um, the other song he did originally was called Der Commissar, uh, that After the Fire did. Oh, it's not Thomas Dolby. No, uh, uh, Falco. 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 He passed away in 1998. I know it's really, uh, that's such a long time. It's just amazing to think of, downright depressing to think of how much time has passed. Uh, speaking of deaths, are you ready for this one? Funeral home finds woman breathing hours after declared dead. This 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead in a New York nursing home, but found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she had been taken. So she's pronounced dead at the nursing home. And this was at the Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island. And the woman, her name has not been released. She was taken to the funeral home. And, I mean, think about this. This was 11.15 in the morning. At 2.09 in the afternoon, guess what? They discovered she was breathing. Could you imagine if you are the person who makes this discovery? You thought this person's dead? The person was taken to a hospital. So far, there's no... Update on her condition today, uh, but the apparent premature declaration of death occurred days after continuing care home in Iowa. How old was, was she? Find over a similar incident. Eighty-two years old. Did she pick a running mate? Eighty-two. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris. Boy, am I so glad our time is up. <laughs> 
Thank that, you. Thank you. That was a much. classic. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, folks. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.